The most visible friction between history, identity and sculpture in recent years has been around removals of Confederate gangsters, of slave traders and assorted colonial embarrassments. But for Paris-based Colombian artist Ivan Agote, the conversation can usefully be about building too. Agote has proposed a gargantuan pigeon for a plinth in New York City, while back home in Bogota, he's dressed statues of conquistadors in traditional indigenous ponchos. He's created a faked video of the removal of one French colonialist from his perch in a Paris square. A critic has called Agote the master of the innocently offensive. By next summer, St. Anne's Park in Dublin should have its own work by Agote. His land art commission, Elevation, aims to coax visitors onto a kind of elongated plinth of their own. The artist was in Dublin over the weekend to talk with the public in the park where Marissa Brown brought her microphone. Because after the construction of the... My name is Ivan Argote. I am an artist. I was born in and raised in Colombia and then been living in Paris for the past 15 years. So we are in the southeast corner of St. Anne's Park, which is the site or the place where this commission was uh, set up. I applied with a, a project uh, that I had the chance to get to build soon. This park has the particularity of have these folies, which are like these constructions that tend to be or look like uh, ruins of past either empires, but like they're a lot more fantastic architecture, let's say. And I'm very interested in general in this kind of architecture and this kind of primary architecture because I think it has also it's a it's very. Um, mystic or it's also charged with a lot of beliefs and you know orientation and it's very uh, kind of also kind of magical thing when i was thinking about this project i was also in mexico and then i was before uh, very inspired by some like mayan and aztec architectures there in some places and somehow they're very close and i, I don't think it's rare i think it's kind of normal because we're kind of same humans i didn't want to propose a sculpture to bring and play somewhere because I think this commission was more about playing with the landscape and when like make it more site specific. I really consider like the physical conditions of the place. So for example this this field is a very flat field but it happens to be seven degrees tilt towards the sea. It's kind of a beach in a way. Uh, green. <laughs> So my name is Karen Downey and I'm the Programme Director for Sculpture Dublin and Sculpture Dublin is a Dublin City Council initiative designed to raise awareness of sculpture in the city and to commission some new sculptures for parks and public spaces citywide. We're here at the Winter Garden, um, part of the Red Stables complex, with his plans on display. And people are coming in, it's been really nice. People are coming in, having a look, and Ivan is here for a few days. And of course, very, very important for Ivan is to be here and to hear people talking about their place and their park. And he gets to know the place and he feels uh, connected. And this is obviously really important. He's not an artist that just kind of you know, flies in and does something and goes. So he's been here, this is his third um, site visit or, you know, period of time here in Dublin. And he will be here many more times before this piece is completed.
we're very excited about drawing people's attention to this part of the park, which is a really stunning site, but people tend to just transition through it. So he's really, he's working with a sloped site and he's talking about creating a kind of a, 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 a what, what he's calling an elevation. It's a, really a pathway that moves along a, a, along a level plane. And so what happens is the sloped area kind of falls away on either side and you're left just at this slightly elevated point where you can really just experience this part of the park in a kind of panoramic way and the intervention I think is subtle but has the potential to I suppose affect people in quite significant and dramatic way. So I integrate humor into my work in a kind of very natural way. Humor is a thinking strategy and then it's also a way to deal with problems because Let's say a joke or something humorous, it's in itself a sort of problem. When we uh, find something humorous, it's because it makes us think about something. In Colombia, we have a very uh, a conflict, very present, kind of a war, a war context. Uh, politically, it's also very tense. We confront these kind of hard situations using humor. I like this idea of, I don't know if I get to do it, but I like this idea of approaching, for example, political criticism with not only like confrontational speeches or confrontational point of view, but what if we uh, think of uh, like a tender policy, what could it be? I work with very hard materials on my own, concrete, steel, but try to approach this idea of like, how could these materials, how could they be tender, but also how could the city be more tender and not uh, as aggressive as it is or as stiff and hard as it is. I think, well, I use the medias for different reasons. So, for example, I, I, the films I do, they are related a lot with research, with things I want to know better. Uh, so, for example, there is uh, this film about two antipode places. So this film was about, like, what if I go to the most distant place I can go and then visit, and to go to these two places and then see how close they are, for example. So there's, like, a theory, and then I did research about the idea of antipodes, where is it from, where was it born. In Rome, I'm doing another film where I actually am in residency right now in Rome about the obelisk and how all the obelisk in Rome. Rome is the city who has the most obelisk ancient Egypt, but also reproduce the productions from the Romans. So I wanted to know how they become, they, they went there, but also how they've been used through time, you know? They were ritual, actually, architecture, but they become more like a war trophies. And now they become like an archetype of monument that you can see, I don't know, Washington or in Buenos Aires, like honoring either people dead in a war or democracy or different kinds of stuff. I knew I wanted to generate maybe a point of view. So I had this idea of making a path that is, and that was the project is, making a path that actually it continues straight towards the sea uh, and without going higher uh, at the end, because of the lands go a little bit down smoothly, you get a point of view and you get an elevation on the landscape. There's a lot of bears in this place because there is uh, the island of bears is like a reservation. I like also the idea of like kind of when a bird starting to take flight. So you kind of just doing nothing, going straight without making any effort, and uh, you end up in this kind of high position where you have a very nice view on the landscape. It's not very dramatic the inclination. So the path is going to end up having about 60 meters long, which is a, it's a long path, 
But I like also, it kind of becomes more like a ritual, like in these ancient architectures, they're like related to rituals too. So I like also to generate this idea as a folie or fantastically that maybe this path can or bring you luck or you can make a wish out of it. And, or it's a place where to think, no? Because in a way it's like uh, you evolve into this in your yourself, you're kind of going away a little bit from the planet and then coming down. Ivan Argote there was talking to Marissa Brown about his sculpture Dublin Commission, Elevation for St. Anne's Park.